0: Well, my name is Sean Afghan, I'm the lead pastor here. We're glad you're here today. Turn to Ephesians chapter three. Ephesians chapter three. We're in a study in Ephesians. The title is "Who Am I," and we're learning who we are in Christ Jesus. And uh, uh, it's been just an awesome series. We went through, all this summer, went through Galatians, and now we're going through Ephesians. And turn to Ephesians chapter three. I don't have a whole lot of time. Ephesians chapter three, verse fourteen. Let's start reading here. It says for this reason I bow my knees. This is Paul talking. I bow my knees to the Father of the Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and in earth is named, that He would grant you according to the riches of His glory to be strengthened with might. Now let's stop there. That word "might" is the same Greek word that's used in Acts one eight when it talks about the Holy Spirit power. It's dunamis, and which really means ability. Favor, influence. And so he's saying here that you're going to be strengthened with ability. Influence. Uh, with his ability, his love, his passion, everything that God is, you're going to be strengthened here. And so this is what Paul is praying for the church of Ephesus. He's praying to all saints, you and I. He says that you'll be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. That Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. That you being rooted and grounded. That means lay a foundation. You're going to be laying this foundation of what? Of love. That you be rooted and grounded in love. May be able to comprehend. That means lay hold of. That means take ownership. You know, a lot of times Christianity is a spectator sport to most people. We're not taking ownership of who we are. We're not taking ownership of what God has given us. And so a lot of people, a lot of Christians are on the sidelines and they're powerless. And this is what Paul is really trying to get. And this is what his prayer is, that I pray for you that you're going to be strengthened with might, that you're going to be rooted and grounded in love, that you're going to be able to comprehend, that you're going to take hold, take possession of, take ownership of with all the saints what's the width, the length, depth, and height to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to Him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. Now here, Paul is praying that all the believers, all the saints, are strengthened spiritually. Now a lot of us, you know, we may not all know what spiritual strength is but we all know what it feels like to be spiritually drained don't we you know what it, you may think well i'm just drained it's not just physically it's spiritual but when you're spiritually drained it affects everything about you your spirit you become spiritually weak and so um you know i deal with many people throughout the week and a lot of times i'm dealing with their problems they've been hit on each side and and they feel like, man, I'm just ready to give up. How many have ever felt like you're just ready to give up? Just raise your hand. Look, come on. Everybody in here, there's been times that you've probably felt that way. And I, I, I deal with many people weekly who are spiritually dry and they're depleted because of issues and problems with life. And I, I've, I've had some of those times where those issues have, have popped up in me and, and where I've just felt, man, I'm just weak. And, you know, this may be you here today. You maybe have come here and you came through a great worship service, but you need more. And you just are depleted. And Paul's here and he's talking about really about power, about ability, but consistency in that and living daily and how to access that power. And most believers don't really know how to access the very power of God on a daily basis. And, and they're sitting on the sidelines, and they're frustrated, and we're, and we're worried, and we're, we just don't know who we are and what we have. And so Paul is saying, this is here. This is what it is. This is about maturity. You know, accessing the power of God is all about maturity. It's about consistency, doing it all the time. It's not about knowledge as much as it's about fruit and doing this thing. And so Paul gives us some understanding on how to receive power for this life. And he shows us in three ways. And and see, the bottom line is here, is that as a part of the family of God, God's power, his ability, his authority can be accessed by you and I, his sons and daughter, at any given moment. Where spiritually weak shouldn't really happen to the believer who know who they are. And that we're consistent in that. So, Paul shows us three ways how to access power. The first way is power through prayer. He begins with saying, For this reason, I bow my knees to the Father, the Lord Jesus Christ. And so, he comes into a place of understanding where where power really comes from. In verse 16, he says, I pray out of his glorious riches that you, he may strengthen you with power through the Spirit. You know, there's a guy by the name of John Wesley. John Wesley was a major preacher a long time ago did amazing thing, had many salvations. And he says I did he said this about prayer. He says, I have so much to do that I spend several hours in prayer before I'm able to do it. Isn't that right? You know what? I, I know the times in my life when I access through prayer in the morning, I get so much more time more much stuff done when I really just Begin to build that relationship with the Lord. You know, Jesus said in Matthew seven seven, if you ask, you're going to be; it's going to be given to you. You seek, you're going to find. Luke eleven verse one talks about how Jesus was praying one day, and he was he was spending some time in prayer in a certain place. And when he finished, the disciples ran up to him and said, "Lord, teach us to pray." Now, what did they see about Jesus when he prayed that they wanted to learn more about it? Did they see when he prayed, something happened? Did they see after he prayed, was he empowered? There must have been something that they saw in his prayer life that made them want to learn about that. Maybe it was just the access that he had with the Father God and, 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 and the power that came out of that. Abraham Lincoln said, he said this, I've been driven many times to my knees by the overwhelming conviction that I had absolutely no other place to go. You know, Jesus, before he went to the cross in the garden of Gethsemane, he knelt and prayed. Peter knelt and prayed before he raised up a guy in Acts chapter 9 from the dead. See, there's power through prayer. I'm going to talk to you in a minute how to access it. The second thing we see is power through the Spirit. It says in verse 16, I pray out that out of the glorious riches He may strengthen you with the power through His Spirit in your inner being. What's your inner being? That's who you really are. It's not what you look at in the mirror. What's your, you, who you really are is your, what we call your spirit man. That is what got saved, is your spirit man. And that's who you are. Who you are comes from the inside out. And it comes from your inner man, your spirit man, connected to the very Holy Spirit of God. See, if you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you have the Holy Spirit inside of you. You have been deposited by God, the very Spirit himself the holy spirit himself inside of you and it just doesn't just hang out down there there's a reason it is connected to your spirit that got born again and there's something powerful about your spirit and there's and when we connect to that very spirit we connect to the very power of god Ian Bounds, who wrote some of the best books on prayer, he wrote this. He said, the church is looking for better methods, but God is looking for better men. The Holy Spirit doesn't flow through methods, but through men. He does not come on machinery, but on men. He does not anoint plans, but men and men of prayer. See, when you develop that prayer life, and you start developing the understanding that you have the Holy Spirit inside of him. And you're accessing, accessing the power of God through prayer, through the very spirit that's inside of you. Something's going to happen. The Holy Spirit strengthens your inner man. And you're not going to have to worry about weakness anymore, spiritual weakness. Because you have that inside of you. That's who you are. And the third thing that we see is that we access power through love. Verse 17 of Ephesians 3 says, That Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints, what's the width, the length, the depth, and the height. And to know the love of Christ was past this knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God, that rooted and established in love. Is there anything greater than being rooted in love? And established in love. Who is love? God. And so if we're rooted and established in love, we're rooted and established in God himself. And to comprehend means to experience it. It's an experiential thing that you and I experience the love of God every single day. And there's something powerful in that. And that's what Paul is talking about through prayer, through the very spirit inside and through the love of God. And then now in verse 20, once we learn how to do this, we now to him who's able to do that exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. How many guys want that in your life? That God's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you ask or think in your life. How many guys can think pretty big? Where well, God's even bigger than that and wants to do that according to that power that works in us. Okay, so let's take this home. I want you to be able to, to do these things. I just don't want you to, oh no, I, I can access it through prayer, I can access it through the Spirit, I can access it through love. But how? Do we access these things? And each one of these works hand in hand. The first thing is, how do we receive power through prayer? Well, it's about cultivating uh, a relationship, an intimate relationship with Jesus. That's what prayer is. Prayer to most people is just asking God something. But that's not prayer. Prayer is this. It's a relationship with a holy God who I am welcomed to come To his throne room. And hang out with him. That he has made me righteous. Right standing with him. So I can get out of my chair. And I can go to his throne room. And I can talk to God. And he welcomes me there. And he talks back to me. And it's about developing this intimate relationship every single day. Most Christians don't have this relationship. Because they don't know who they are. You don't know who is inside of you for one thing. And that God welcomes you there. We just think God's so far off. And so we pray and we wonder why our prayers hit the ceiling and fall back down. Because you're not praying in a relationship mode. So many times we pray. We pray because, man, I need something. It's an emergency. God, help me. You know, I messed up my life. I need your help. How many guys ever prayed that? My hand is risen there's so much more to prayer and it's about building this intimacy this love with jesus because power flows out of intimacy character and knowing who you are in christ your identity that's how the power of god uh, flows down from him It's that man i know who i am and then there it is and i connect with that and we draw near to God like that. We have this understanding as a child of God that I am welcome in His presence and that He wants to have a relationship with me. He wants to talk to me. And we pray that way. And that I come to Him and that's where He is. But A lot of people, they just pray amiss. And, and we just don't know. We pray and we don't know if it's the will of God and we hope He's here in us. But He wants you to know He wants you to come to that understanding that when I speak, He's at listening. Not because I'm all that, because He's all that. And He's all about me because He loves me. See, we say this around here a lot. You are worthy. And a lot of times we just don't like that idea. But you are worthy because He thought you were worthy enough to send His own Son, Jesus, to die for you. He gave it all up for you. And so if I receive that, then I am welcomed with Him. And I can build that relationship. See, when people build this deep and relationship and they cultivate this relationship with the Lord and understand who they are in Christ, that's the people and who are like Moses. They talk to God face to face. And we see things happen in our lives. So how do we do this? How do we have this type of relationship? Well, first thing is, you've got to pray daily. Not just one time a day, throughout the day. It's a continual type of prayer and relationship with the Lord. When you're in the grocery store and you're not with anybody else, you're talking to God. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll go around and start talking and I don't know that sometimes I start talking out loud and people say, huh? I say, I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to God. And they look at me, yeah, you're one of those. I'm okay to be one of those. Amen? Because it's okay to do that. It's okay to talk to the Lord and have that relationship with Him daily that I'm praying not every single moment, every single day, that I can, I can just hang out with Him. And it's not about me asking Him anything and asking, God, help me. I need this. I need this. I'm saying, how are you? How are you doing, God? And just building that relationship with Him and praying with Him. And then I get His Word out in prayer. You know, a lot of people say, I don't know what to say. Well, well, open the Bible or push your Bible app on your phone and start reading it and praying it. He loves it when you pray His Word because it is always His will. You pray His Word. God, You have anointed me and you have made me an able minister of your new covenant that God, I can do all things through you because you give me strength and you start praying those things. You start building that relationship. How do you like that, God? You like what you say. He loves when his people pray his word because you're praying his world. And then you can start praying in faith with thanksgiving. Because you begin to build this relationship. see, the thing about God is, He is a giver. It is not like He has to make a decision to give to you. Oh, I'm going to give to them because they did this. No, 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 that's not how it works. God already made the decisions at the beginning of time to give it is his nature to give so when god when you go to god boom it just comes it has already been given out it's not something i have to push It's just like it just you look at him and he gives It just comes out of him. And so when you start building this this relationship with him and cultivating this every day, and not saying, oh, Sean, I tried this. It's not, not about you trying to pray. You become a person of prayer. It becomes of who you are. And if you don't hear God, you keep on. And you keep on just talking to him and talking to him because he gives, and what he gives is his love. And when you start praying his word, he loves that. It just comes out of him and you begin to trust in him because then you begin to pray in faith and thanksgiving. He says, God, I thank you for tomorrow because tomorrow you're good because you are good today and you never change. You're the same yesterday, today, and forever. And I thank you tomorrow is going to be good. And it's not going to only be good for you. It's going to be good for me because you have given me all that you have. And you begin to live that life of worship and prayer in Him. And then you say, thank you, God, for who you are. You start worshiping Him. You worship Him. Amen. And you get excited because it's not longer about your problems. Because that's all the time, a lot of times, Christians do. And I remember in my life, that's what I did. All I did was come to God with my problems instead of building that relationship. And He didn't send His Son to die on the cross just to hear you complain. He, he died on the cross to get the problems out of the way so you and Him can hang out together in the cool of the evening like He did with Adam. And just love on Him. And then you just be quiet. And listen to what he says because he is not somebody who just receives and never gives. He wants to give and you start writing down the words that he's given you. Amen? Or you type them in or whatever you want to do. That's how you begin to access power in prayer. This is what is encouragement. And it starts bubbling something up on the inside of you and it's called the Spirit of God. So number two, how do we receive power through His Spirit, through the Spirit of God? Well, first off, you start to believe the promises of God. And that you start speaking to them over and over through your prayer life. See, everything works hand in hand. Because you become a person of prayer, it starts building yourself up in your most holy faith because you've been praying in the Holy Spirit. Galatians 3, 5 says, Paul says, does he who supplies the Spirit to you and works miracles among you do so by the works of the law or by the hearing with faith? It is impossible to please God without faith. And so we begin to walk in the Spirit and we start doing this, what Jesus talked very strongly about. We begin to abide in Him. See, when you build this prayer life, and you start accessing this power through prayer, you start living as a spirit being. You are more spirit than you are flesh, but we act like more flesh than we are spirit. Power comes from you and I trusting in what the Holy Spirit is doing inside of us, depending on the voice of the Holy Spirit. And to abide in means to live in that nature, that new way of living. John 14, John 15 talks about this. and John 15, 4 through 5 says, Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branch, whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit, for apart from me, you... Can do nothing. And when we begin to build that relationship through prayer and that intimacy, and we start accessing power, also the Spirit of God rises up inside of us and is connected to our spirit man, our inner man inside, and we begin to live in that connection, in that understanding. See, listen, when you got saved, it wasn't your body that got saved because you still look the same. I still look the same, even though I look pretty good then. But I Right baby? I know, I know, I know what you're seeing. I I look at your eyes. And you know, this body didn't get saved. This mind didn't get saved. How many guys thought bad thoughts after you got saved? Don't raise your hand. But, I mean, you thought bad thoughts. That didn't get saved. What got saved is inside of you. And that is what's supposed to be... Uh, I forgot the word. Don, 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 dominating. don, Dominating in you. Yeah, that's right. That's supposed to come to the forefront of you. This body is not saved. Look around you. It's got flaws. Only time it's gonna be have any flaws is when the trumpet sounds, and I start going up in the sky, and this flesh drops out, and the new flesh comes on with a six pack. I look to Lisa and look, hey, look, this is what you have for eternity, honey. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Listen, I'm going to go around heaven with my shirt off and I will not be ashamed and you won't be grossed out. Don't look at me like that. You know that's true. I'll be strutting my stuff in heaven because I'm going to get a new body. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. When we abide, that means we live in. The only way you learn to live in is when you become that person of prayer and you start entering in to becoming a spirit man. That means becoming a spirit man. It doesn't mean you become flaky and weird. It means that you start understanding the things of the spirit and what's inside of you. And you start listening to your inner man. How many guys have ever sinned before? Every single one of you have. There was a yes, and that was your flesh to do it. There was a no, but that was your spirit. How many you guys have heard hear that? And you've, you've told the no to be quiet. Becoming and abiding in the spirit and learning the power of the spirit is to listen to the spirit, your inner man who is perfect. but who's connected to God's Spirit. And learn to listen to that. And that's where you begin to gain power. So in my mind, is when the times I am depressed and things look bleak, my inner man says, why are you worried? You are a son of the living God. And if I would listen to that voice, that's where power comes in. And that's what it means to live in and abide in the Spirit of God. But it only comes because I become a spirit man. I become that through that prayer life and building that relationship with God, who I am welcome to come. It's not that God is holding back prayers from you, it is not that God is holding back power. It is there and available to the believer. That's why we named this series, Who Am I? We have to learn who we are so we start walking and living life. So let's do that. Let's access through the Spirit. And the third thing is, how to receive power through love. You know, everything we do should be motivated by love. Love must be the foundation for everything we do. Without it, power can lead to pride and selfishness. Love is the greatest manifestation of God's power. It's because of love Jesus walked in total obedience. It was because of love that the power of sin and Satan were defeated. And love motivates our faith. Galatians 5 6 says, Faith works by what? Love. If you don't know who you are, then you won't be motivated by love. Because if you think God is always mad at you and condemns you, you won't be motivated by love. You'll be motivated by fear. See, God is not. He's not mad at you, He doesn't hate you, He loves you unconditionally. And see, this love is really like what we talked about. It's the foundation of everything that we do. It's the foundation to our power. And we realize what we have in God and the love of God, it's easy to go to Him because you are drawn to love. Our bodies need love. Our minds need love. Our spirit needs love. And that's what we're going to be drawn to. Love, love is what causes us to live in the spirit. Love is the greatest virtue of all. See, God's love power, when it talks about power in Ephesians, it's talking about love. The width, the depth, the height, the length. It's talking about knowing the love of God. And how that relates to you, how that relates to others. Because out of that flows everything. Everything. Love conquers all, right? If it conquers all, then that's where the power is. And when we know that, then it's going to be easy for us to pray. It's going to be easy for us to abide in the Spirit because we know that's where it's at. His love lives in me. Ephesians 3 says that He is able to do above all that we could ask or think according to the power. Or you could say, the love that works in me, the revelation and understanding of that love works in me. You know there was a time that I was really, really sick back in 2011, I almost died. And uh, Lisa and I, we would go to doctors. I mean, there was doctors we'd sometimes see every day, I mean, just trying to find out what it was. And we were really getting frustrated. Because we're getting frustrated with the doctors. Even getting frustrated with the Lord. Because why is this happening to me? I'm, literally, I'm, I'm, I'm having flu-like symptoms every single day for six months. I'm not able to walk as well. I'm, things are just going on. There's no connection. And we're getting mad because even some of these doctors, because of their lack of concern... You know, several, several times we would wait weeks to get into a doctor's office. And we think and we have, oh, they're going to know what's the answer. They're, they're, they're the top in their field and, and uh, they're going to know what's going on. And, and But to find out they're just clueless. And here we are, we wanted answers. And I know a lot of times, you may be in those times right now that you're in a place of frustration, of hurt, you don't know what's going on around you, and you can even try to blame God for it. But what happened to Elisa and I was that we never forgot the love that God had for us. That He loved me. He cared for me. More than I did myself. And that love brought us through this. And instead of getting mad at the doctors. Instead of getting mad at God. Love is what empowered us to win. Love was what empowered us to continue. And to hear the voice of God. Instead of being frustrated with the God question why. Love came in because love conquered all. I knew that God loved me and already healed me. I knew that sickness was not from Him because He loved me. And I knew there's a way out. And we trusted in Him. And we didn't lose faith. And we didn't lose our joy. Not that we didn't have problems once in a while. But we had, a, we had the joy of the Lord's people. Asked me, even the doctors asked me, why is He so joyful? Well, it wasn't because I'm good enough. It was because he is good. And because we had developed a lifestyle of prayer, we had developed a lifestyle of living and abiding in the Spirit of God, we connected with that. And we pleased the Lord. See, what the enemy wants to do is derail you in the area of love, because if he can derail you in the area of love, your faith is gone. And he wants to take over and wants you to get mad. And he wants you to point that at God himself. God is not the author of your problems. Most of the problems, we're the author of our own problems, right? Amen? 99% of the time, Sean is the author of his own problems. Someone came up to me after service and said, Sean, I agree with you on your message. I said, well, thank you. What do you agree on? 99% of the problems is your fault. See, when we have love, though, see, love is the basis of everything we do. It's the basis of our faith. And see, when I cultivate that that relationship through prayer and abiding in the Spirit, I'm receiving His love. And the more I know of the love of God, the more I can trust Him. And the more I can walk through the valley of the shadow of death and fear no evil. Because... He's going to protect me. He has healed me. He has already given me all that I ever need. And the power is there and available to you right now. Love filled with truth is the ultimate spiritual weapon against sin, against sickness and disease, against offense, against disunity, oppression, against uh, relationship problems. Love filled with his truth. that is the answer, His love. And as we get to know Him and we access His power through prayer by abiding in His Spirit and letting the foundation of that be love, there is nothing that we can't overcome. Amen? See, that's God for you right now. And God wants you to have that. He doesn't want you to be a a believer, a Christian. That never seems to get over their problems. Seems like every day there's something coming at you. God loves you though. And he wants you to access that power. Amen. Bow your heads right now. Close your eyes. There are those here. I know that are weak right now. And I want you to know who you are. That you are a son of God, a daughter of the King. And His blessing, His power, His authority is there for you. And if you're weak right now, you're actually in a good place. If you come to that place where you've tried it all yourself, you've done all the works that you know how to do, it's time now just to give it to Him. Where you are weak, He will be strong in you. You just realize that God's made a way out. And He is your strength. Love conquers all here. And it's time as you as a believer just to start rising up in that. To receive what He's given you, the power and the authority he's given you. That you would be strengthened with His might. Right now. you be rooted and grounded in love. Take ownership of that. Of the love of God that He has for you right now. So, Right where you're at, just lay everything down. And the access to power is there for you. It is here... You. You don't have to get better. Just access it right now. You don't have to build up to this. Saying, "Well, I've got to wait a couple weeks till I do this." You know, I pray every day, and so no, no, just do it now. Just trust right now. Whatever you need, He is here to perform it right now to meet that need. You need encouragement. He is here for you right now. If you need need. Faith, He's here to infuse you with faith. He is here to help. So Father, right now, we just receive from You. Just do that right now. Just lift your hands to the Lord and receive what you need. So Father, we just thank You. We give You everything right now. We give You control of everything and we choose to become a man or woman of the Spirit. We choose to access through prayer. Building that relationship with you so we know how much you love us. Allowing our spirit man to rise up that's connected to the Holy Spirit and abide in him and listen. And to having our foundation be foundation of love that conquers all. Your love, Lord. And we rest in that right now. We receive all that you have for us right now in Jesus' name. for those who are hurting because of somebody else, that God, right now, in the name of Jesus, we release control of that hurt now. For those who are needing healing in their bodies, that God, we receive that that's already been provided for us. Who are needing financial blessings, Father God, that's there and whose kids are gone astray that we pray for them right now in Jesus' name. That You as a parent are loved and are still needed in that kid's life. But Father, we step into who we are right now. Sons and daughters of You. And we receive from You in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You know, there's something just really sweet about the presence of the Lord here right now. Can you just put your hand on the person's shoulder right next to you? Go ahead and do that, if you're okay with that. And just start praying for one another. Father, I just pray that Your Spirit just rises up more in us right now in Jesus' name. We just pray for more of You and less of us. We stop focusing on our problems, but focus on You because You give us good things. And we receive everything that You have for us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Come on, give the Lord praise right now. Thank you, Lord. (laughs) Hallelujah. You are good, Lord. Amen. Let's stand up. Let's worship the King right now. Let's just settle this word in our hearts. Amen. Our prayer team, come on up here. If you need prayer for something, we want to hook our faith up with yours right now. Let's pray. Let's worship.